Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 132, Make It Make Sense, Terrorists Storm the Capitol Building. So I want to introduce a new segment called Make It Make Sense. Make It Make Sense episodes are where I'm going to give my opinion on things that seem painfully obvious to me, but for one reason or another, the rest of the world has not caught up yet or just has no desire to see the truth. So it doesn't take a genius to see that my choice of topic today means that we're off to a very rocky start to 2021. First, let's discuss how the white supremacists rioted the Capitol building and committed domestic terrorism during their failed attempt at a coup d'etat. See how direct I was in stating exactly what happened? They weren't protesters. They were terrorists. Everyone all over the world saw the exact same event. However, how one processed that foolishness seems to vary based on race and or one's willingness to admit to the truth. Americans who are still in denial or confused about what white privilege is literally saw it in action last week. And it's being able to commit a crime like storming the Capitol building and not get shot or punished. Now, I've been in quite a few buildings in Washington, D.C. In fact, when I was in high school, I was invited to attend a young leaders academic workshop. And so I was able to go inside many of the buildings in Washington, D.C. in areas that are normally left off limits to the public unless you have clearance. And lucky for us, we did. And so I will never forget the rooms and the amount of security that you have to have in order to go into the Capitol building and into various rooms. And because I've seen the inside of the Capitol building before and been to areas that are normally restricted to the public, I knew that the terrorists had to have had help getting inside. And so when I saw white supremacists like Elizabeth from Knoxville, Tennessee, as she puts it, were starting a revolution, and they were literally able to enter the Capitol building to create all sorts of havoc and criminal acts, I knew the police were in on it. By the way, please, please, please be sure to check out the Hustle and Faith website for more videos and articles that I'll be referencing throughout this episode. It's crazy. I can't make this stuff up. These people are just crazy. So I wonder if these white supremacist terrorists will spend the same amount of time in jail that Trump was trying to push for when people of color were protesting. Emphasis on protesting. The protest that Black people started was literally a simple request, in my opinion. Stop killing Black people, especially when they're unarmed. Clearly, this is a doable request. <laughs> the mere fact that Trump did not, Trump and his minions did not feel threatened by heavily armed white terrorists with pipe bombs and even more security equipment than the actual Capitol Police security team did in taking over the Capitol is evidence that Trump and his evil minions should have felt even less threatened by an unarmed black man or woman. So these unarmed black men or women were no threat to the government security. And yet Trump had all sorts of security present, 
Army, National Guard, regular police, Secret Service police, FBI, and even folks detaining people that didn't belong to any identifiable agency. So these folks were ready to kill whomever they wanted. Again, I, like every other Black person in America, and now the entire world, know, emphasis on know, that the police allowed these white supremacist terrorists to storm the Capitol building. There's no way in the world that a failed coup took place without the police playing a starring role in this drama. In fact, the FBI was warned that there was a possibility of this happening. And there's no doubt that the Capitol security was in on this coup. There are videos confirming how police were literally welcoming in the terrorists <laughs> and taking pictures with them. It really did remind me in a weird way <laughs> of what a redneck family reunion would look like. Like these police were on super, super friendly terms with these people who were literally smearing the walls of the Capitol building with their own feces. Once the Karens, young and old, felt like they were ready to vacate the premises, I watched videos of police gently ushering them down the Capitol steps. Because after all, the Karens of this world are so delicate and could never do anything wrong like commit an act of domestic terrorism on TV. Or could they? So the most frustrating thing in watching this whole craziness play out was knowing full well that if any any of the Black Lives Matters protesters even attempted to do what these racist jerks did, they would be massacred. Then the criminals with badges would get exonerated for killing an unarmed Black person and celebrated as a hero. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Compare to fo- Seriously, compare the photos on my website. Look at the photo of what security looked like for a Black Lives Matter protest. And then look at what security looked like for the failed white supremacist terrorist coup. When the white supremacist terrorists stormed the Capitol building, security was non-existent. Now, again, look back at the security at the Black Lives Matter protest. So for example, let's just use one in particular, protecting the Abraham Lincoln statue. Notice how heavy the security was for protecting a statue, not a human being. There were literally thousands of police and National Guards called in, and one of the main areas they went to protect was a statue. (laughs) During the protests in D.C., Black people suffered all sorts of mistreatment. They were tear-gassed, had rubber bullets shot at them. The list goes on. And all of this was done just so that moron Trump could pose with a Bible that he clearly never read. Last week, what happened was that the very police who supposedly protect and serve Americans decided to show their true colors. They joined forces with their terrorist racist cousins. And it frustrated me to no end to hear the media and other people, mainly white people, describe what happened at the Capitol building. They try to water down the actions of these white terrorists by saying crap like, this is a dark day in America. It's so unimaginable. I can't believe that happened. Or America is in such a bad place. And other nonsense, as if all Americans were a part of that mess. Newsflash, what you saw was America. 
but it's the part that many try to keep hidden. America has always been what you saw on display last week, but now it's on display for the entire world to see, if they want to see it. Then the media and other people, primarily white people, proceed to ice skate over the fact that if a black or brown person dared to act the same way, that they would be shot dead. And this is precisely why many black and brown people create their own content, have their own media companies and all of that stuff, because our stories would never be heard. And honestly, I, like many other black and brown people, were not surprised one bit by what we saw. In fact, (laughs) you should really check out some of the comments and memes on Black Twitter regarding the whole event. And um, yeah, just definitely be sure to check out the Hustle and Faith website because quite frankly, you can't help but laugh and cry at the same time of some of the statements that you'll see on the comments and memes that were shared on Black Twitter, okay? This is the America that we've always known. The beauty of this failed coup is that now everyone in the world gets to see the ugliness behind the sheet. Pun intended. Black people have unofficially been spelling America with three Ks for a while now. (laughs) The double standard that was on display was insane. And again, I roll my eyes every time I hear a white person state that black people just need to do this or they need to do that and then they won't get shot. Is simply not true. You literally saw right before your eyes poor and wealthy white people literally out there living their best felonist life, having fun committing their acts of terrorism. And what really got me <laughs> was the FBI's plea for assistance from the public to identify the terrorists. When the police want to find someone Black, they dedicate an entire police force to find them. But when it's someone white, the FBI appears to rely on crowdsourcing to get the job done. The terrorists were so bold that they didn't even bother wearing masks. There are photos of terrorists being actual police officers and flashing their badge so they can move freely among their terrorism spree. The terrorists even said their name in some of these interviews, guys. They took interviews, and the mere fact that they held interviews is just beyond me, but they even took selfies at the same time. It's ridiculous. Again, it's amazing to me how many people are so quick to defend these terrorists. The media is already attempting to spin a defense for why the white terrorists are the victims. Make no mistake. Terrorists are not victims. They're terrorists. And Trump supporters prove that racism not only exists, but are praised and rewarded by Trump. And these redneck lowlife terrorists did not try to hide their evil mainly because they know that their fellow criminals with badges, the police, will pardon them. What upset me even further is seeing the one lone Black Capitol Police officer trying to fend off the terrorists in order to save the lives of government officials that clearly could care less about him. I encourage you to read and see the video about the terrifying event from the perspective of the Black Capitol Hill police officers. I guess blue lives only matter when you're a white officer, huh? (laughs) However, let's be real. It was never about law and order. It was about the desire to keep an organization that literally evolved from slavery. One of their main goals was to track down runaway slaves. Check out episode 127 for more details on that. So these redneck terrorists are afraid of seeing Black people continue to soar 
over every obstacle they purposely built to keep them down. The irony is that the terrorists were rioting because they just couldn't imagine how the system they designed and rigged backfired on them. The Electoral College failed. The voter suppression tricks failed. The years of redlining failed. And the list goes on. Black people really are magical. (laughs) Despite all the obstacles, we still continue to rise. And so what you witnessed was basically white folks throwing a temper tantrum. They weren't able to process why they weren't successful in their attempts to hinder black people's success. And they were relying on Cheeto Satan, also known as Trump, to save them. Trump is Satan in human form. His only intention is to divide and destroy people, including the very fools that follow and try to protect him, like Mike Pence and the rest of his evil minions. So please spare us with all the phony indignation and resignations. You had four years to remove this monster, and you instead decided to empower his nonsense. And when someone shows you their true colors, it's really in your best interest to believe them the first time. So during Trump's campaign, he literally left his losers stranded with no way to get back to their cars. Look at his failed marriages and businesses. This moron has never been successful. Everything about Cheeto Satan screams failure. Yet the terrorists still find ways to make every excuse in the book to explain away his behavior and lack of leadership skills. All throughout this episode, I've made it a point to call these people what they are. Terrorists. Terrorists. Why? Because over the next couple of weeks, I guarantee you that the media will go above and beyond humanizing these terrorists so you can sympathize with them. However, the media is very quick to demonize Black people who, to this day, have never committed domestic terrorism. (laughs) You know, I came across a very poignant picture that showed two Black men cleaning up the mess that the terrorists left at the Capitol building. And the symbolism in that video spoke volumes to me. Black people are constantly in situations where we're left to clean up a mess while the white terrorists and their accomplices don't even feel compelled to pick up a broom. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Please be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, the risk being no one, you never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.